0: Welcome back to Escape to the Magic podcast. We are your hosts. I am Randy.
1: I'm Dak. And I'm Ryan.
0: And this week, we're super excited to bring to you the five best things about Disneyland Paris. But before we do that, Ryan, you've got something to share.
1: Yes, we got a kind of a nice comment on one of our social media. So we post, usually with our episodes, we post something on Instagram uh, with the episode topic and you know, we kind of promote it that way couple of weeks ago for our Thanksgiving day or our Thanksgiving week episode, I should say, uh, it all started with the mouse 138 commented. It was a great episode. So we just appreciate those that are out there listening to us and finding us. And if you're on our social media, leave us a comment like that. We'll do our best to read it on the show. So it all started with the mouse 138. Thank you for listening. Thank you for commenting.
0: It was a great episode.
1: It was a, it was a nice fun episode. episode. Yeah. yeah, it
0: was. But thanks for that comment. That's yeah, thank awesome. Thank you. That's awesome. So, Dak, this is this is like your time. Like you just you've experienced it. You have now been over what they they call the pond. Yes, you've been over the pond, and you have been to Paris, and you did the most important thing you could do when you go to Paris, and that is go to Disneyland.
2: Yeah, we so we end up uh, going over. We left the Tuesday before uh, Thanksgiving, and then. Uh, ended up being in the parks Wednesday. So we f- we did the red-eye flight overnight, got there in the afternoon or early morning, and then by the afternoon, we were in Disneyland. Was, was
0: it a, a nonstop flight? Like it was nonstop. Nonstop. So nonstop. We, That's we a flew long from f-
2: Houston to Paris. Wow. Yeah, That's it was nine hours in the air.
0: Long time on an airplane.
1: Yes, it is. So how long after you landed were you in the parks?
2: So it takes a while to get through customs and security and all that stuff once you landed an international coming in on an international flight so it was really and then by the time we got to our vrbo and dropped our luggage and all that it was probably we landed at eight it was probably two o'clock ish by the time we got to the parks wow. okay yeah getting through customs was did a,
0: you did you did you guys shower or anything for you <laughs> the
2: park? Or? no we did not wow yeah. yeah we did not we so we were exhausted um you're not sleeping really great on an airplane or yeah. at least i'm not yeah and uh and so we knew that if we got to the parks, the adrenaline would kick in the excitement of being in a new disney park would kick in, and so then we we would be able to push through and make it through to the evening, so that's exactly what we did and, and our and our v r b o was not ready until three or four o'clock anyways, okay, so we just decided to make it happen
0: and and i wanna I wanna step back for a second. Because if I remember correctly, in preparation for this trip, you and the family decided to become Disneyland Paris annual pass holders. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so we did. So we ended up, uh, we did the math. It was like for weekday passes, uh, season passes, like $280 or so. And I think your day-to-day get into the park is around 80 or 90 So we figured, hey if we get a season pass we were only going to be there on weekdays we could and we were at a VRBO that was literally one train stop down from the parks
0: so i'm hearing you you're telling me that you could be an annual pass holder for $280
2: at Disneyland Paris just the weekdays but just still just the weekdays yeah
0: $280 yes well that well i mean so it's that's if the,
2: once you get there the pricing and everything sure. with one exception which we'll get into later once you get there, it's cheaper to go to Disneyland Paris than it is to go to Disney World.
0: Well, that's why I'm bringing price this by up. Price, that's why I'm yeah. bringing this price up because, price. you know, as a as a Disney Vacation Club member, I get an annual pass at a discount. I basically get the Florida resident annual right. pass as a vacation club member, but it's still $1,000. Yes. Yeah. Right?
1: yeah. Well, well, the Florida residency annual passes were a lot cheaper pre-pandemic. Yes. They were about 300 right. per person per year. So what yeah. you're talking about is old school Florida residency passes. Yeah, yeah old yeah. school. Yeah. yeah, but not anymore.
0: No, not, not anymore. anymore. Yeah, and even the DVC one wasn't that cheap. Yeah. It was, It was. I think it was like 700. Yeah, we, had, we
1: had the weekday select pass back in the day when we had our Florida residency. So it was just weekdays.
0: Oh, what? but that's true. Ours was not yeah. limited yeah, to yeah. weekdays, right? So. Ours was was pretty much everything. Yeah. So.
2: And the Disneyland Magic Key is what they call it now. So the Disneyland Magic Key... Out-of-state weekday pass, I think, is around six dollars I'd have to check my math. At Disneyland. At Anaheim. Disneyland Anaheim. Yeah. Correct, yeah. Because we did that two years ago. Okay. And that was kind of the same scenario. We just did the math, and we're like, well, this is a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, and so we ended up getting a weekday pass, out-of-state weekday pass, which okay. is a magic key. I can't remember the name of
1: Okay, so you're so you're on the train traveling to the so parks. we're on the so,
2: train traveling to the parks. We get to the um, to the parks and could you could
1: you see the parks from the train?
2: No, no. So it's not no. like so you get the monorail to Disney World. Yeah, no, it's not okay. like that at all. Like you would at Disney World or even Disneyland Anaheim. So you get off the train, you come up the stairs, and then as you come out of the train station, that's when you actually see you come up out of the train station. And so, that's when you see the Disneyland Paris marquee, their security, just like you would here in the States. And then, as you walk through, the parks kind of diverge. One goes to what they call um, Walt Disney Studios, which is kind of like a backlot Hollywood Studios vibe. And then, the other is the main Disneyland park. And you actually, and you can see this on the Imagineering story, you actually... Enter the parks underneath the Disneyland Paris hotel, mm,
1: which is currently
2: mm-hmm. under refurbishment, but it was still just amazingly beautiful. Did you um, go inside? No. Well, the whole thing. Was no. The shut down. whole The whole hotel is shut down right now for refurbishment, mm. and so you couldn't go inside. But you just walk right underneath, and then I'm telling you. Well, we we can get into the top top five things that we loved. Our, our family loved about the parks but um so anyways it, it's just gorgeous like it's one of the most beautiful parks that that's I what i've heard in. is
0: it's probably of the disney parks it might be the prettiest yes like aesthetically yeah. yeah
2: absolutely so actually let's get into it so top five you want me to go five to one yeah, uh, how count it, count them. it down. This is like uh, the late
0: show with David yeah. Letterman.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so number 5, so our number 5 was wait times. Okay? So our we never waited more for any ride, even the most popular ones, more than about 25 to 30 minutes. Oh. Wow. So no. one ride was longer than that, even when we checked all day long. Now, granted, we're there the week of Thanksgiving, which is not a holiday week for the French. The yeah. French, right? But uh I consistently the week or two beforehand checked as well. And this it stayed, it stayed, stayed consistent. And stayed consistent. And I even was on uh Disneyland Paris, you know, Facebook groups and stuff like that. And what's interesting is they were all complaining about oh, Can't the wait times so are thirty minutes. And I'm like, Holy cow, have you ever waited for flight of passage? Jeez. So, anyways, we loved it. Not again. Not one wait time was longer than twenty five, thirty minutes. That's awesome. Yeah, that's most were five to ten.
1: Man, what I that's would incredible give for that.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And
1: that's so how so so out there for that week. What would you compare that to? Like on a, on a crowd level, like a four.
2: Oh no, well, less I would than say that. It was probably a two or a three.
0: That sounds like a two or three, twenty five, thirty minute max. So yeah, if yeah. we
2: if we um. If we were to ever do it again, I would say that's a great week to go okay. because you're not hitting. I think it's probably busier in the summer months, from what it sounds like, which makes sense, and even less busy in the colder months. Yeah, you know, December, January. But I will also say, as thin-blooded Houstonians, yeah, I have, we want to put right a in that and, the, and talk the, about like, the weather too. Yeah, we were right at the like okay any colder than this and it's not Mm. fun anymore.
0: So, so let's talk about that for a second then. Okay, so because I saw a lot of the pictures, it looked like it was always raining.
2: Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And and
0: you guys had giant jackets on. So tell us, tell us more. Again, I recognize we are thin-blooded Houstonians. (laughs) This is a tropical climate we live in and we do it voluntarily. Yeah. (laughs) So I would say it was about 40 to
2: 45 degrees each day. That's freezing. Yeah, you're, that you're, you're hitting my threshold right there. And, uh, and then you're, Like you're saying, either a full-on rain or a constant drizzle. There was one or two days that we got lucky at the parks uh, that actually did not rain. But every other day, it rained at least once or twice. It felt like being in Florida, but not at 90 degrees, at 40 degrees.
1: I don't mind a little rain. I think rain can create a nice little ambiance. But rain in the cold. But rain in the cold that does not is not fun. That's not fun. Yeah. So was the was the rain enough that it shut down any? do they have any outdoor rides that were shut down? Or Most by of the their
2: rain? rides are outdoor, and it did not shut any down. Okay, we never had a ride that.
1: was
0: So this shut is down really either. a thing. Like they know this happens. They're used to it. And they they're built. A, they it. built the park yeah. to yeah. to that end, right? I mean, and, and and you could say the same thing in Florida, right? <laughs> There's only a couple of outdoor rides that run the risk of shutdown in the rain. There's just not very many. Um, yeah. So.
2: Which yeah. actually is a great segue to my number four. You want to get into Let's them. go are number four ready? then. So number four was, it's called the arcades. And in America, when you say arcade, especially if you grew up in the 80s, you are thinking of the place where you go and play video games. Yeah. But what this is, is it's actually on... Flanking each side of yeah. Main Street. The big
0: porticos for all of the shops yes. and buildings. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So mm-hmm. it's an
2: indoor passageway. Uh again, flanking the outside or the back side of each yeah. of the shops along Main Street. Yeah. It was awesome. So you fully could, enclosed. Fully not enclosed, just a big
0: porch, but fully enclosed.
2: Fully enclosed. And you could still access the shops from a back door, basically, is what it was. But we loved it when there was like a parade going on or something like the fireworks going on. It allowed another escape
0: mm, route,
2: mm. if you will, that wasn't as crowded as being on Main Street, okay. which our girls really appreciated. Um, there was one time where we got caught. We watched the fireworks and like literally I'm grabbing my girl's hands, even my 17 year olds yeah. and like holding on because um, just generally culturally there. Yeah, yeah. personal space is there's not no, a thing. there's no yeah. personal space yeah. yeah and so um so yeah we love the arcades and it was just it was a little bit warmer in there obviously yeah um i mean it's still open to the outdoors sure. but it just created a little bit of a, a shelter for you as well
1: so is main street similar to all the other main streets
2: very much so so still the same vibe and style of the like early 1900s um all the windows still have all the names and everything like that. just a little side note on Main Street is that it's a little little bit wider than your Anaheim and Orlando versions, which again was really nice. Like just little touches that made
1: the grounds of the parks really, really nice. Did you do. happen to catch a glimpse of our time traveler from? <laughs> Was he there? <laughs> he, was, he looked French. Yeah. He didn't look French. He was dressed very French-like. <laughs> oh my! That's gosh, gonna be that's a whole hilarious. other episode sometime. Everyone's like, "What are they talking?" <laughs> yeah. Time traveler. Of? Yeah, we yeah. have to do. An no, I did on not see the
2: time traveler. He was in a, another dimension. Man, never, uh,
0: I'll never forget that. Never forget yeah. him. I'll never forget the day we saw the time traveler at Disney World. If you're out Disney, there listening, Disney-land, Mr. Disneyland, Mr. Disneyland. Time Traveler, Disneyland. It was Disneyland.
2: Disneyland yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, number three for us was the thrill rides. So this this would be right up y'all's alley. Uh, three big thrill rides they have there. Big Thunder Mountain was out of this world amazing. Yeah. By far the
1: best. I hear Thunder it's the Mountain. best one.
2: Yeah, it's the best one. What makes us look better than the others? So it's a little bit longer. It's faster for sure.
0: Oh, well, there you go. That's, and the, then, that, that's That's the top two considerations.
2: So you start on one side of the park on the... It's on an island. It's on an island, right? Yeah. yeah. And so you go underneath the water.
0: Oh, underneath.
2: And, okay. And then you get going on it, but it's it's just faster. Is and, the
0: queue like part of the under the water? Or? No, no, no. The okay. queue is
2: all on the on the island on the frontier land side. And then yeah. as you board the the trains, you you go out onto the island, and then as you're coming back. After the cave explosion, okay, okay, so you come back. So, underneath. so the loading
0: is on the land side, yes. but then as the ride commences, it'll take you out to the island. Right, part. right. Okay, I yeah. follow now. Yeah.
2: And then the other two that were that were really awesome was Space Mountain.
0: I hear that's also awesome. Uh, so
2: Space Mountain is a catapult, but it catapults yeah. you upwards. La- launch coaster. Yes. Oh, Nice. And so, and when I say catapult, it is like full on. You have to keep your head back.
0: Rock and roller Coaster. Yes, All rock right. and roller Coaster. Right.
2: Imagine rock and roller coaster going up, upwards. Yeah, right. And uh, right as soon as you go up, then you come down and go right immediately into a loop.
0: Okay. And Hold so
2: up. an actual
1: loop. Yes, on space yeah. mountain. Yeah, this on space like, mountain. This
0: sounds like you know what it sounds like to me. It sounds like the Incredible Hulk at Universal Florida. It. I've never that's what it says when yeah. you yeah. no he Yeah, he's, he's, yeah it's Hulk. like. Rawr! Yeah, or, or something like that. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. you do you launch up yeah. and then you immediately go into a loop, right? Yeah, so, and yeah.
2: so it, that is intense. It was intense, and our uh, our youngest did not in- appreciate that. We did not know that the loop was coming,
1: and so kind of threw her for a loop.
0: What's the speed on that one, Ryan? Let's see, let's see if we can find out.
1: Yeah, I'm looking it up right now, actually. So, Disneyland Space Mountain. I'm sorry, Disneyland Paris Space Mountain launch zero to 44 in 1.8 seconds. That's, Feels a lot faster, than but that. but. One point eight and forty four. That's that's legit that's quick. Yeah. That's yeah, quick. it's
2: it's very intense. It's very oh. intense. I
1: mean and, and, and Space Mountain at Disney World is what's the top speed? Uh at Disney World it's, yeah. like, 35 it's like thirty five yeah, hour. Yeah, it's it's super slow, yeah, it's slow. To me speaking.
2: It's all in the dark. Um it's hyper space mountain. Hyper Space there. Mountain. So it's all the Star Wars stuff going on around you as far as like Star Destroyers, TIE Fighters, that's year that's year round? Year round. It huh. that's it stays that way. No. Well, that's awesome,
0: music, I, sound.
2: Um, it's all uh, Star Wars themed.
0: But but like, is there music? Oh yes, like, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Because in Orlando, Sorry. right, the original Space Mountain, it, it's quiet. No, yeah, no. There's you know, except for the pinball part, where you know, <laughs> yeah,
2: no, <laughs> yeah, no, pretty good. No, <laughs>
0: That was nice. It's better than, better than that was, my Hulk. That was, that was pretty, better than my was, Hulk sound. That was yeah. better than I thought I could do. Actually, yeah, yeah. so I am gonna, gonna take credit awesome. for that one.
1: So, is it a single seater like like at Disney World, or is it a, oh d- a double seater? You yeah, are testing me. It's a it's a two seater like Disneyland. Okay, yeah, so yeah, a double
0: okay. like Disneyland. So, so more similar to Disneyland in terms of you've got theming, you've got sound, you've got right. a two seater, and it's better.
2: It's better. Yeah, better. I That's would good. say that is also the best Space Mountain.
0: Well, that's what I've heard a lot of people mm. say. Yeah, you know, is that it's the it's the best. It's one.
2: smooth though. It's not the herky jerky feel that you can sometimes get at the Disney World version.
0: Well, I mean, you know, it wasn't also
1: built in the seventies. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's true. It's okay for other parts. I, I do. To have I do have things.
0: literally have a Space Mountain forty fifth anniversary T shirt. Yeah. from four years ago. So you know that ride, it's feeling its age. Yeah.
2: Me. Yeah. For sure. Okay, and then the last one they have it's called Flight Force, and it is basically it used to be Rock and Roller Coaster over there, but they converted it to Marvel's themes. Oh, okay, oh, nice. and it's your the theming is that you're going on a mission with Iron Man and Captain Marvel, and it is incredibly intense. So it's um, it's got a cup. No, it's only got one loop, but it has a couple of corkscrews. It also has all the visuals going on of you okay. and Captain Marvel and Iron Man. So it's Man. in the dark. You're fighting the Creel? Did I say that right? Yeah. Cree. Cree. The Cree. Cree. I said Krill. Cree. You're yeah. fighting the Cree. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a look from Randy oh boy. like, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know you. <laughs> um. It is in the dark as well. Yeah. Okay. But super, my. My middle one, Alyssa, she loved it. Like she That's begged us to go back on Single Rider and and do Oh, it it's got over a Single Rider again. line. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. And, well, It makes sense if it was originally the Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah, yeah. And
2: they have this Iron Man animatronic that is I'll have to show you guys some videos afterwards. It is It's life-sized. It's it's amazing. Legit. It is freaking amazing. Yeah. The and then you go outside and the and the restaurant that um that is right next to it has the Hulk buster. Okay. A life sized Hulk Buster. Betty? Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you remember that. Yeah. So it was it was pretty awesome. That was yeah. um so the thrill rides for number three.
0: Oh no, no not Betty, Veronica. Veronica, you're yeah. right. You're right, you're right. Betty was his girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Betty Ross. Yeah. What? Liv Betty Tyler, Ross. Betty yeah. Ross. Yeah, that's right. You got to go. Right. You got to go back to Fox Hulk before Disney Hulk, before Disney. Oh, and, yeah. You about, but Edward, that's the first one. That's the first one. The Ed no, no, Edward right. Norton, Norton one? Hulk. Yeah. Okay. It's Veronica because I kept on. And asking so Betty, my... Betty Ross is his girlfriend there, but the armor was Veronica. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm not sure I saw the Edward
1: Norton version.
0: Dude, oh, dude, it's, it's an good. amazing movie, yeah, have to yeah. and in it fact, out. it plays into the ridiculous She-Hulk TV series. Yeah, <laughs> right. it plays right, right into it. It. Oh, Time of Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you should watch it anyways.
1: Okay, I'll give the I'll give the Ed Norton one a, a look-see.
0: Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, um, highly it recommend is. it. Okay, all right, all right. Number two. Number two. Number wait, two. wait, 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 wait. So. The Rock and Roller Coaster version is it basically the exact same as Rock and Roller Coaster from Disney World, or is it like a different version?
2: No, I
1: think the track is a little different.
2: There is a loop in it. There's I'm, a couple of. I'm, I'm wondering scooters. is it as
0: fast? Okay, you so you said it was pretty intense. I looked it
1: up. We got 57 miles an hour, three inversions, duration is one minute ten seconds, and it's about 3,200 feet. So That's, that sounds almost. That identical. sounds pretty much like.
0: Yeah, almost identical, yeah, like maybe coaster. it is, the but, same but the configuration layout. may be different. Yeah, yeah they'll yeah. do it so okay.
1: All right, number two,
2: number two, uh, is it they call it Adventure Isle, so it would be Tom Sawyer's Island, but this one is called Adventure Isle, and so Isle, so it's all pirate themed, so it's their s- Disneyland Park Island. Right, and so imagine Tom Sawyer's Island, but it's all adventure piratey themed. And so, like for example, uh, I don't know if you saw this picture or not, but they have this massive skull rock, Mm, yeah, that is um, from Peter Pan. Part of it from Peter Pan. They have the whole pirate ship out there. I don't know if it's the Jolly Roger or if it's the. It's not the Black Pearl, but anyways. Have this big pirate ship out front,
1: not the Black Pearl. That's not. It's the got Black to be Pearl. the Jolly. Well, the Jolly, Jolly Roger is the flag, right? Yeah,
2: isn't that what Peter Pan's boat is called? Am oh, Peter
0: Pan's boat. Uh I don't remember. Boy, we're getting down on dusty
2: trivia, guys. Someone is screaming at the radio. Well, I right was just now.
0: thinking of all the different Pirates of the Caribbean ships, right? You yeah,
2: no, no, no. Yeah. I don't think it's pirates. Okay. I think it's Pan. Okay. Anyways. Jolly uh, Roger sounds good no, enough.
1: You're right. The name of the Peter Pan ship was the Jolly Roger. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, what
0: did I rank Peter Pan on my Disney World rankings? We didn't rank it very high. We did not
2: even go on the Peter Pan <laughs> ride. Like, what? We, yeah. And you
0: had those short wait times?
2: I know. I know. <laughs> it, it, it's weird, but we felt really pressed for time on a lot of days. Interesting. Anyways. Uh, dude, this, this island, there's... All kinds of caves, and just is there a fort? There is not a fort, but there is a pirate. I do just do,
0: frowned at that. Do you, that. you take I'm a like, raft well. to get there? You do not. Well, okay, you can walk right on to it. listen. <laughs> move on, just move Guys. on. I'm telling you, and this is number two.
2: <laughs> it was, it was freaking awesome. I'm not giving it justice. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was amazing. Okay, like just different okay. and. It also connects up with the
1: Swiss Family Treehouse. It was just all one big oh, so they don't area. Have a, they don't have a fort, but they do have a treehouse. That's cool. Yeah. Well, Disney World has a fort and a treehouse. Well,
0: know. and a raft. To get and you a, a raft. raft.
1: <laughs> yes. It's true. I'm telling and you. And on, it on occasion, was a bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently a bear. That's right. <laughs> Uh, so, I, so here's what you need, Dak, you need to post some pictures to I will. Instagram. Yeah, just, I will. just some post with the pictures of things that you're that you're yeah, describing. For sure. So we can all look at them. Yeah. And then number one was just overall the castle, the
0: theming of the parks. Um start with the castle. You know, so this, they, this is this is an important part of it, right? Because the reality is in today's age, if you have visited the Florida parks first. When you go to California, you're going to be disappointed when you see Sleeping Beauty Castle. Like you're going to be like, really? Like, is that a joke? Seriously. Where's the rest of it? Now, I remember growing up as a little kid going to Disneyland and Sleeping Beauty Castle was amazing. And it's got some great features because you can go inside, you can do some stuff, right? Um, You know, there's, there's more to it than just the walkthrough, which is what it is at Disney World with Cinderella Castle. So I'm really interested to hear about this beautiful castle they built out of like the side of a mountain or a hill, basically. Yeah. And because and the square trees. Tell me about the square trees, too. Yeah, I don't so want to forget those.
2: All, <laughs> all around the castle. So the outside, it's um it's kind of the same theming now as the other two have become, which is that pink and bluish type of coloring. It very much mirrors Sleeping Beauty's castle in the actual show, right? Okay. In the cartoon version. And so, yeah, you're right. Half of it is from covered by hillside and then they have these trees. I mean, it literally looks like you're in the cartoon. Okay. Um, The trees are all squared off. Uh, And so when you first come on to Main Street, it looks a little small. In fact, all of our girls commented like, oh, it's small. But as you work your way up towards it, you realize how big it actually is. If you know, I'm not I feel mistaken... The, I feel the
0: same way about Cinderella Castle, too, honestly. Mm-hmm. From a yeah. distance, I look at him like, that's not that big. And then the closer you get, you like, holy crap.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how we felt on this one. And so when you get to the castle, you can basically go through it, like walk through the drawbridge just like you can at Disney World. But then in addition to that, you can go downstairs, so underneath the castle, and underneath the castle... They have this gigantic animatronic dragon. Oh, cool. That, what? like, is breathing and roaring and is chained to the floor. And it is, like, moving and growling at all you right. and all That's kinds of... Like, yeah.
1: It is. I hope you got some pictures and video of that. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, my wife did because I just wanted to, like, take it in. I, you know, I. it was kind of like... I don't want to ruin this by looking at it through my phone camera. I want to just, yeah. but my wife was recording. So thankful to her for that. Usually
1: I get on her about using yeah. her phone so much. But, yeah. anyways. Well, what you did, you followed one of our tips from a previous yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Get about, off your phone. Putting your phone yeah, down and yeah. enjoying where you're at. Yeah. 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 So
2: I did.
0: That
1: sounds cool. Yeah.
2: And then as you go up through the walkthrough, then they have stairs up. And normally, you know it like, Disney World and especially Disneyland version, it it feels very tight. Yeah. This is not tight at all. It is very spacious. So you walk up a full, full on staircase. Oh, let me back up. Sorry. <laughs> on the sides of the first level, it looks like trees are growing up through the walls of the castle. Hmm. And then the branches are what is part of the support structure. Okay. I mean, obviously, just visually is how it looks um, is the best way that I can describe it. But then so you go up the flight of stairs, which is a regular size flight of stairs. And up on level two of the castle is just beautiful stained glass work that is. It's hard to describe how gorgeous it is, like it's the story of Sleeping Beauty, obviously, but the again, the level of detail, like everywhere you turn, turn, you're like, oh, look at that. Oh, and like my girls were like pulling on my shirt. Oh, dad, look at this. Look at that. Just everywhere you turn, there was more little details in all of the castle. So I remember on what struck out, stuck out to me is I remembered on the Imagineering story when they're like, yeah, you can overspend on a park. I can see that now. Yeah. Like just the level of details that they went into
1: to facilitate this castle was unbelievable. Well, and again, if you, you know, referring back to the Imagineering story, they talked about how do you build a castle in the land of castles? Right. You, you have to go big, you have to go overboard more ornate, it's got to be more beautiful. It's got to be fantasy.
0: You know, it can't just be the ordinary stuff. And you saw some amazing castles in the countryside. Saw some of those pictures too, right? Yeah. So
2: So we, yeah, we went to Versailles, which is gorgeous. Oh my gosh. A couple of other, you know, castles and so forth. But I'm just telling you guys, it was, it was amazing. Then they, of course they had some tapestries in there as well that were out of this world.
1: Beautiful. Okay. So when you say tapestries, I think of Indiana Jones. Yeah. As per se. <laughs> this is a castle
2: and we do have tapestries. <laughs>
1: um,
2: did you get a little teary eyed when you saw
1: the castle for the first
2: time? We did. Yeah. yeah. So like, um, so my 17 year old, she is a girl after my own heart. And just even walking up and seeing the Disneyland hotel and then like walking underneath, it's so magical. I it, Again, it's hard to describe the feeling. Part of it is because you're in a new park and you've never experienced it before, but you just walk underneath the hotel, which is gorgeous, and then you walk into Main Street and their Main Street has the garland that comes across, and then there's a little Mickey in the middle that's holding all the garland together, and you just walk underneath that towards the castle. The other thing they do is like, I want to say every 30 minutes or so, they make it snow on Main Street. So that's magical happening. And so, wow. yeah, you're getting like all the feels and you're getting teary eyed and all that stuff. And so it was amazing. And that that I mean, that's just the castle. Literally everywhere you turned, there was another layer of detail. All the cues in the ride queues were just themed to the max. The pirates queue is unbelievably amazing. Uh, some of the theming, like I mentioned over at Walt Disney Studios parks, some of the theming there was just incredible. Um, it was just, it, it by far is the most beautiful, beautiful
0: park. That's amazing. Well, I, I want to go, I've said for a long time, I want to go. I look forward to going, um, You've painted a really good picture of the good part of it. <laughs> I, I can only imagine that there's maybe a couple things where you're just like, man, that wasn't so great, right? So without going too negative, like maybe what are some things that aren't so great about it?
2: So yeah, just just a few things that I'd point out um, that was a little bit surprising to us. Uh, so this is going to sound very American, right? But Good, you
0: are American, <laughs> yeah. and so am um, I and Ryan.
2: <laughs> so... As weird as this is, which Disney Disney kind of, if you if you've gone to Disney World, Disneyland, the toilet paper there gets a bad rap, mm. deservingly so. I think it's like less than one ply, if that's possible. Um, they've, they've made it possible.
1: Yeah, <laughs> not sure how, wow. but they've they've done it. But the uh, so the toilet paper
2: at Disneyland Paris is literally like napkins that you like pull out of a little dispenser. Yeah.
0: That's a
1: hard it, pass.
0: It, it
2: was uh it was a little surprising. Um the other thing I would point you out. You could flush them though, right? You could flush them Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, you could flush them. I mean I I'm I'm you know, as someone who <laughs> as someone who oversees the fourth largest city's public works department <laughs> <laughs> in the United States, I can and and knowing that the number of our uh, wastewater blockages Um, are related to rags and wipes. Okay. I'm in my mind. I'm going through the scenarios. I'm like, well, this is an ancient place. And I imagine a lot of the plumbing actually is probably Mm. going through some of that same stuff. So, so I do wonder to what extent, like it's a necessity just to ensure services are available, but that's, that's something that in general, I think you have to prepare for going to Europe. Now, so let me ask this question. Maybe it's getting too much, right? But, you know, having lived in Europe for a few years myself, you know the popular thing, of course, is that that there's a bidet available.
2: Not no, so, so, so. So
0: you're getting the half ply, no bidet. Yeah, that's so that, right. That would be pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. All right. I think so that's probably not, good enough on that. All topic. Right. Enough. Enough of the potty <laughs> enough, talk. We,
2: we got to move on to, <laughs> all to right, keep this yeah. G rating here. Okay. Uh, the other thing that was a little bit surprising to us was that as beautiful and detail oriented as all of the decor was and the theming was in the parks once you actually got on some of the rides and i'm talking even the classic rides so your snow white ride pirates ride um, it was a little ho hum um, all of us made the comment like oh yeah i like the disneyland anaheim version better so the, oh, so yeah, the attraction I like the Disney itself world yeah. Other than the ones that I mentioned earlier that were the thrill rides and like the ones that really stuck out to us, it was
0: just eh, like we we're like, OK. So um, how much of that do you attribute? And I, and I think back a little bit to Michael Eisner talking in the Imagineering story about the building of uh, – what was originally Euro Disney, right? And the mistakes that were made along the way, which was, we just thought we could slap anything together and people would go for it. How much of it do you attribute some of those classic ones to, we haven't had a chance to refresh this to be something useful?
2: Yeah, probably. The other thing that we noticed is that they, they all kind of put their own spin on it. Okay. So, um, so like for example, Haunted Mansion there is not the Haunted Mansion. It's called Phantom Manor. Yeah. It was a little weird, like uh, you go in, it's a different backstory, um, but part of the ride you go through like your traditional haunted mansion start where you're seeing, you know, there's a knight in armor there and some of that things. But by the end, you're actually going through this old town, western town um, that's your graveyard scene. It's not the graveyard scene that you have in your traditional haunted mansion. It was just it felt a little off. Like, and again, maybe that's because we're coming from the perspective of we know we what have- a
0: western town looks like. <laughs> no, just just, oh, I, mean, maybe, I, just like- I wonder. Do you think there might be a little bit to that where it's we're introducing a western concept into the old world a little bit, and maybe they're just. There wasn't the need. Yeah, I think they I don't were know. I'm like, just guessing. Yeah,
2: like I don't think there was the need. I think they could have stuck with yeah the the regular. And again, I don't know if they were trying to like say, "Hey, well, let's just do something different." Now's our opportunity. Yeah. If I mean, if you want to get real technical, I don't know when all of these changes took place, but this is like your level two. I call them, or your second generation Imagineers. Yeah. So maybe they were like, hey, we want to put our own twist on some of these classics. Yeah. Yeah. And anyways, so we just thought some of the rides were a little ho-hum. Yeah. uh, The classics. Okay. that, That carry over from park to park to park.
0: Okay. The
2: other thing that was really shocking was their version of Lightning Lane over there is called Premier Access. It is $90. Wait, wait, wait per person okay per day all right i'm out so <laughs> obviously we didn't get it because like i said earlier the 90 dollars per yeah, person per person per day well it
1: sounds like you didn't even need it and and
2: for but we didn't and, need it. i yeah. to say
0: and but for what
2: yeah i can only imagine you using that if you're like hey i'm going to paris i have one free day did you see anybody using it
1: never
0: because no one's dumb enough to pay ninety dollars. I guess for that.
1: Well, yeah, when you see like, wait times of fifteen to twenty minutes, why would you pay for that? I mean, I you know, I I'm I not in favor of in this it. Imagine in the summer it gets a little bit busier.
0: I don't know, but I I, I I that's kind of the Universal Studios model, right? Is when you buy their um, express pass, you're you're effectively buying another ticket for a right. day. But I can understand why someone would be willing to do that because when I've been at Universal on the busiest of days it makes it's busy the entire difference yeah. Like, yeah. i'm like yeah. i would literally and i have i will buy two tickets in order to be able to do more stuff For compared sure. to what's going on here but in this case 90 dollars that's no. that's just shocking to me
2: yeah it was it was unbelievable and that
0: yeah. was consistent every day there was no
2: flexible day like no it's a hard fixed number
0: okay cuz it changes at disney world right. based on the day right yeah yeah
2: yeah so that oh, was wow. that was shocking the other thing that was a little shocking to us Disneyland Park is your regular sized, you know, Disney, what you would expect Disneyland Magic Kingdom to be. So it it filled all that. But the park next door called Walt Disney Studios. Like when we say, oh, that's a half day park, I would say this is not even a half day park. Wow. Imagine, if you will, in your mind's eye, literally like. Two streets of Hollywood Studios. So Sunset Boulevard and uh, what's the other one that goes down to the Tower of Terror? That's really it. You had two sides of the park, two streets of the park, and that is it. What's there to do there? Well, ironically, some of the best rides are over there. So Ratatouille (laughs) is over there. They have this one that's a spinning coaster ride that's very similar to probably Guardians called Crush, and it's based off of, you know. Crush the turtle, uh, that our girls love that. I'm not a spitting guy, so I didn't go on it. Um, that flight, uh, flight force Iron Man ride yeah, was yeah. over there. Web slingers is over there. So ride to size ratio. So that's where a a lot of that's the where their that's where their Marvel stuff is. Yeah, at. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because yeah. yeah. that was that was a that was a recent sort of <laughs> revamp expansion in Paris yeah. was to bring Marvel into right. the park.
2: And we noticed that in 2024 and 2025, they're bringing in... We saw all the cranes and everything. They're bringing in uh, Frozen Land and they're bringing in Galaxy's Edge. Is that 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 coming
0: to Disneyland Studios? To the the Walt Disney Disney Studios? Well, that makes sense then. Yeah, Yeah, they, they have to have
2: it. Like I can't imagine them not doing more there.
0: Wow, okay.
2: So that was it. And then the biggest surprise, honestly,
1: guys... Was the food. The food was just not great. Is that because your expectations were so high because it is France?
2: Yeah, maybe. Maybe because, um, you know, anywhere else we were in Paris, which we spent probably a good full week outside of the parks in Paris, the food was out of this world. Yeah. Um, But in the parks, it was very much to be desired. Like their, for example, I'll just give you just a quick example. Their ice cream bars that they, you know, distribute are literally the Magnum ice cream bars that you buy at, you know, grocery store or whatever. Um, But they're charging six and seven dollars for them. It was
0: just... So I, I guess I describe. want to compare this to Magic Kingdom because we've, we've had lots of discussions about this Magic Kingdom food selection and the food itself. Not great. Right. Yeah. So where do you put it? if I you're would to put rank it right it? there. Right with there. there. About, about the same on about par or the worse? On but, par, okay. maybe
2: a little smidge below that. Okay. Because at least at Magic Kingdom, I can go to the confectionery and get some like fun snacks. I would say Magic Kingdom is good in the snack department. Yeah. Maybe not so good in the quick service and yeah. table service. Yeah. Yeah. But even like some of the snacks, we were not, you know, crazy about. Yeah, uh, there was just mm. not a lot of, not a lot of great options. Like I don't, I think I saw one or two stands with a Mickey ice cream bar, which you know where I rank Mickey ice cream bars.
1: Yeah, any, I mean, churros? any churros? No churros. No churros. No no churros. churros. Yeah. No. See,
0: and I and I I do try. You know, a lot of our snack preferences is not going to fit in a European. Yeah, way. I would I, agree with that. Um, what about
1: know,
2: the Mickey pretzel? Uh, I did not see. I would be. That's another. One. I would
0: not. Su- I would be surprised to see that their bakery
2: in- was actually good. Which again, that be. fits right into the French culture, <laughs> right? Um, but overall, their food options. In fact, a lot of the times we ended up going to more. Like they had a Five Guys there. That was one of our best meals. We thought there. The yes. Yeah. <laughs> To be fair, they do have a couple of higher-end restaurants. Like, there was one restaurant we wanted to check out, but we just couldn't justify the cost based on our experience with the food so far. It's called Waltz, and it's right on Main Street. You go in, there's like three or four different rooms that are all designed and themed after different stages of Walt's life. And the food is based around some of his favorite meals. But the, the cost was, you know, 45 to $50 a plate. And so we were a little gun shy on like, yeah. wow, do we want it? There's five of us in our rolling, family. We're rolling so the dice here. Do yeah. we want to go spend 300 bucks on maybe some food that is not awesome? Yeah. Just for an ambiance setting.
0: Yeah. So we passed on it. Anyways. Uh, well, it sounds like an amazing trip it was, it was amazing. You're, you are a annual pass holder. So when are you going back? (laughs) Yeah, I don't, (laughs) I don't know. Um,
2: again, I think if you can handle the flight and the, the, you know, change in time and all of that, that, that puts a toll on your body, once you get there, it, it's pretty awesome. But you know, I can't believe these words are going to come out of my mouth, but we might be okay with a one and done. Yeah. If you gave me the option of Disneyland or Disney
0: World or <laughs> Disney Paris. This is a perfect example because I have a magical scenario for us.
1: Okay. <laughs> Let's so get are you into ready into for it. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay,
0: okay. Here's your magical scenario, right? I'm going to give you three options. In each of these options, you have unlimited access, Okay. So we're not worried about the price or anything like that, okay? We're just going to talk about the experience. So you can get four days at Disneyland Paris Resort, okay? But you're going to have the weather you experienced, but you're going to have the wait times and smaller crowds that you also experienced. So that's option one. Option two is you can get two days at Disneyland in Anaheim, okay? And you're going to get your typical Southern California weather, but you're going to have unpredictable crowds because you're going to have that great weather to go with it. Your third option is you can have five days at Disney World in Orlando, but you're going to get unpredictable weather and you're going to get unpredictable crowds.
2: So quick question, just for clarification, Disney World, what time of
1: year am I there?
0: You're going to get unpredictable weather.
1: <laughs> I'm going to assume summertime. <laughs> I'm not going to assume summertime. I'm going to assume fall or spring. That's what I'm going to assume. But, but I'll just tell you, I've been in fall and
0: spring and had 100-degree days. That's unpredictable.
1: 100% you have.
0: 100-degree days but and if you're going in the, humidity. Yeah. So, so you have to take that's the whole package here. You're going to get unpredictable weather. And in fact, one of those trips I was at, it was 93 one day. With like 80% humidity, not a cloud in the sky, and the very next day it got down to 40 degrees and it was raining. Yeah. I'm not it. joking. Right? So yeah, that's,
1: take
0: that's that right. the trip you're gonna get. Well, I'll
1: tell you right now, you give me I, I'm I'm taking five days at Disney World. That's what I'm taking. I think from what Dak has described, I think it sounds nice. I don't know I, I don't know if I could do four days. To me, what Dak is describing is if I'm going over there for a trip to Europe, I'm going to do some World War II sightseeing. Go to go to London, England. Look at the countryside. Go out to Cornwall, see where they shot Poldark. Um That's <laughs> uh, that was a spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you know, I, I I would add in a trip to Disneyland Paris as part of that trip. I probably would not go over there as a standalone uh, event.
0: Well, I didn't say it was a standard. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah. know but what I'm saying. These are your options. Yeah. You know. yeah,
1: Disneyland Anaheim two days. That's actually pretty enticing too. If you get the, because you're gonna you're gonna get pretty much great weather. Um, but I think I'd rather take the five days. Yeah, give me five days.
2: So I think you're right, Ryan. I, I that's how I would wrap up all of my Disneyland Paris discussion. Is that if if you are taking a European trip and you're gonna end up in France in some way, shape, or form. Hacking on a day or two or even three days for Disneyland Paris is probably the way to go. To design a trip to Europe around Disneyland Paris, just my experience would be you're going to be disappointed. Um, I would say make your Paris plans, all the things that go along with that, and then add on an extra day or two if you can, if your schedule allows it to go to Disneyland. To go back to your magical scenario, Randy, I'm a Disneyland Anaheim guy. I love Southern California. Um, I love the weather. I love everything about it. And so I would not bat an eye. I would take Disneyland, Anaheim, okay. and my two days. Hold up. You
1: wouldn't bat an eye. You would take two days. Over five days. Over five days. I would, guys.
0: I just. Um, well, we knew you were a weird. So yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Disney World, and 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 like Ryan, it's it's that five day appeal. Personally, my thing is, and this is why I did two days in Anaheim. I don't think two days is enough. It's
2: not. Okay? Yeah. It's,
0: it's, it's not it's not yeah. enough, and and particularly if you have even moderate crowds, it's not enough. You're not going to be able to do mm-hmm. everything and really enjoy it. And so, to me, that's the thing. Five days. What five days allows me to do in Florida is it allows me to if I wanted to dedicate an entire day to a park, Mm -hmm. visit all four. And then I still have another day to go and maybe clean up and do the other stuff. So that's my thought. Um, The weather in Southern California, definitely the best people. (laughs) (laughs) I was born there. They're nice people. (laughs) Uh, uh, Gosh, that's funny. Yeah,
2: no, I, I, I hear exactly what you guys are saying. I just have been, I'm, I'm a convert. I'm a convert to Disneyland Anaheim. I just love it. I love you know I think it is just the weather is so appealing to me. I've I've just had so many instances in Florida where like you said it's brutally hot yeah. some days or or rainy and miserable other days. You just have to oh, power through it. You do. You have to power through it and that's not to that's not a knock. That's like the the Jordan, Kobe, LeBron like by saying that I like Jordan better because Doesn't necessarily mean that I hate Kobe, right? Like, um I love Disney World. Yeah. I just for me, if it came right. Well you're
1: saying so LeBron is Disney he's, in Paris. He's, yeah, uh, he's Disney He's now. Disney <laughs> in Paris. Oh my gosh. We're getting
0: off the rails. All right. Maybe Hong Kong. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um so listen, you know what's cool? I'll tell you this. You know, we, we recently had a trip and and part of our trip, you know, and enjoying everything. Um, particularly at this time of year, stopped in the Christmas shop, right? And I stop in the Christmas shop all year long. But you know the most rememberable, rememberable? Rememberable. <laughs> What's the memorable. most memorable thing yeah, about yeah. the Christmas shop? What is it? It's the
1: smells. It's the smells, yeah. right?
0: I mean, you can smell it from the street and you know, oh, I'm close to the Christmas shop. So you know what I did right when I got home? I got on MagicCandleCompany.com and I put in an order for the Christmas shop candle from Magic Candle Company so I could bring the scent home. Perfect time to do that this time of year. Absolutely. And for those of you that are listening, you could do the same sort of thing. And even better, super good news here. If you use our promo code ESCAPE, you'll get 15% off. Great deal.
1: Great discount. Great company.
2: Hey, guys, I'm sorry to do this, but... I got to interject real quick. I totally forgot. I got you guys an early Christmas present. What? From Disneyland Paris. And I'm so sorry that I'm doing this right now because we're at the end of the show. But this will be our wrap-out exit music, right? So Yeah. Here you go. I'm getting into my Disneyland Paris bag.
1: What you got there? What?
0: Oh, yes. So I'm handing the guys oh, yeah. each a this? tin. Oh, yes.
1: It's
2: a chocolate tin uh, from Disneyland Paris.
0: Oh. Assortiment de bonbons de chocolat.
2: <laughs> so, Merry merry Early Christmas, guys. Thank you. Thank you. I specifically found these tins because they say Disneyland Paris on them. I didn't want to just get you yeah. regular old chocolates.
0: That
1: is so Man, this
2: cool. is awesome. I can't vouch for the taste or anything like that, but... This will be gone tonight
1: when I get home. <laughs> I guarantee um, that we will yeah. plow through we got this.
0: Dark chocolate with caramel. We got... White chocolate with nuts, and uh,
1: yeah, this we have is amazing. Milk
0: chocolate with nuts, so this sounds good. St- and yeah. there's Mickey heads on there, and there so you can't go. go wrong. Yeah.
1: And the tin is actually really charming. It yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I it's, thought you guys really You know, we have a huge, huge
0: collection of yeah. Disney Christmas stuff, and this is going. Yeah, this is, right is a collectible in, so thank for sure. You. Yeah, yeah, awesome. thank, you, thank you. Well, Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. It was awesome to have you join us this week. As a reminder, we're here every week on Wednesdays so be sure to like subscribe refer share drop a review yeah
2: and follow us on all of our social media accounts we're on instagram tiktok facebook all the all the regulars so give us a like and a follow there too and uh great episode this week guys good
1: to be back see you next week bye